0: This is Down to Freight, the podcast for enterprise supply chain, logistics, transportation, and warehousing professionals. We capture stories from industry experts who share their lessons learned and business outcomes from their technology investments. If you want to make the most out of your technology initiatives, tune in to uncover what it takes to evaluate and deploy IT projects with minimal hiccups to reduce your total cost of ownership. Down to Freight is hosted by Vector.
1: Welcome to the Down to Freight podcast, where we sit down with transportation, logistics, and supply chain subject matter experts to discuss digital transformation projects. I'm the host of the show, Francis Adanza, and it's a pleasure to welcome Tom Gallegani, Global Vice President of Supply Chain for Future Electronics. Tom, it's great to have you. Can you please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, your company, and what you're responsible for at Future?
2: Sure. Thanks for having me. Before I get started, I just wanted to say, hope everybody's staying safe and healthy during this pandemic. I know it's been a real challenge for many, and we're hoping everybody's doing well. So, my responsibility at Future Electronics is to manage our global supply chain. We work with our customers around the globe to drive efficiencies through the supply chain and continuity of supply. I've been with Future now for about twenty-four years, but previously I worked for Raytheon. ITT and Sierra Nevada Corporation out of uh, Reno, Nevada, before joining the Future Electronics team.
1: Great. Well, thank you for providing a little bit about your background. For those that are not as familiar with Future Electronics, can you please provide an overview of your supply chain?
2: Sure. So Future Electronics was started by Robert Miller in 1968, and he still leads our company today. With more than 4,000 employees in offices around the globe, we're able to service our customers wherever they're manufacturing today and wherever they will be manufacturing tomorrow. We have one IT system that runs our entire business, interconnects all of our sales and distribution centers, and that provides our customers with global visibility as well as transparency in our business. Future Electronics has been built on our supply chain capabilities. And I like to say that we sell confidence. And the reason I say that is that our customers depend on future electronics to stock inventory for them based on their forecast. Since we're a privately held company, inventory is viewed as an asset and we provide our customers with a superior service by being able to strive for that 99.6% on time delivery. We couldn't do that without having inventory on hand because we understand as a distributor, there are two elements to our business. One is that our customers have a challenge forecasting and the other is that our suppliers have a challenge with increase in demand. So as a distributor, being able to hold inventory provides our customers with that security of supply.
1: Fantastic. Thanks for that overview. That provides a lot of context. So as you know, we're here to talk about technology. Is there a recent technology project or current project that you'd like to share?
2: Sure, there is. So over the years, I've read a lot about digital transformation, and I kind of look at our digital transformation as probably the last 25 years. We started in uh, the world of digital transformation with EDI many, many years ago and have built an amazing platform that allows our customers to trade information such as purchase orders and forecasts. And we've advanced that by not only being able to take traditional EDI types of formats, but all formats, whether it's Excel, CSV files, and that allows us to automate our business processes. Over the last few years, APIs have become one of the most important elements of supply chain because it drives speed through our business, not only for future, but also for our customers. And so the API capability has allowed customers, whether they're large or small, whether they're in North America or Europe, to be able to have access to information, and that information allows them to make quick business decisions.
1: Thank you. This sounds like an interesting story. As we all know, APIs are important for data exchange. Specifically, what was the problem that you were trying to solve with this API initiative?
2: So if you look at the digital transformation, as I said, API has been around for a very long time. It works, but it's costly. It requires special resources, IT resources, to be able to map different data elements. APIs became an important aspect of our business, as it did for the hotel industry. And when you look at the hotel industry, as you go and book your travel and you want to go to Aruba, as an example, and you go on in, into one of the websites like Expedia and you punch in there that you're going to go to Aruba, you want to be there on November 5th, you're going to be there for a week and it gives you all the options that are currently available. That technology is now available to use in the electronics industry. So the problem we're solving is that Traditionally, EEI has been for larger, more sophisticated companies, again, because of the software required sophisticated resources to be able to do the data mapping, whereas smaller companies didn't have those resources and couldn't afford it. API is an affordable, cost-effective solution that not only large customers can take advantage of, but also the small customers. And when you look at it from a competitive standpoint, in our business, small contract manufacturers, as an example, and these have been the early adapters into the use of APIs, can now compete with a larger customer or company that has more resources because the API simplifies the entire process.
1: Got it. Thank you for sharing that. So nothing ever goes according to plan. As you rolled out the API initiative, was there anything you wish you would have done differently?
2: That's a great question. You know, And I thought about that uh, as we have gone through our process. And I'll say this, every project you can always do better, whether it's an IT project or a lean uh, project. But the one thing that I think we did really well is as we got involved and started to think about our API capability, and it's going to peripherate through our entire business and our customers' business, suppliers will all be interconnected through APIs eventually. One of the things I think we did, and we have an amazing team that we put together cross-functionally, we looked at all aspects of our business and how we, we could take advantage of this new technology, is we reached out to some of the subject matter experts. So on the supplier side and on the third-party solution side, and we really took advantage of their knowledge. As a result of taking advantage of all these subject matter experts, it shortened up our learning curve and improved our success rate as we launched this new solution.
0: From Vector, we bring you Down to Freight, the podcast for supply chain, logistics, transportation, and warehousing professionals. Tune in to listen to industry experts as we explore the lessons they learned, business outcomes, and technology initiatives. Just search for Down to Freight on your favorite podcast channels.
1: That makes a lot of sense and a good approach to leveraging the resources within your network. Now that the solution is up and running, what was the impact on the business? How are you measuring the before and after?
2: The impact on the business has been amazing. When you think about digital transformation, and previously there was a smaller group of companies or customers that were able to take advantage of the capability. The benefits of moving ahead with API is that it's really expanded the number of customers who can take advantage of the new solution. When you look back with EDI, as an example, there was a set number of customers who had that capability, as I said. With API, we've expanded from small to large, large to small customers, however you want to look at it. So the number of customers that we're now able to connect with are significantly more. The number of inventory searches from our customers to us has expanded tremendously. And when you look at it in this market condition that we're in today, where inventory is so constrained and lead times are very, very long, this is a solution that can shorten up the cycle time for a customer who's looking for inventory and allow them to place orders at a very, very quick pace, shortening up the entire cycle time.
1: Thank you for sharing that. It does sound like it's made um, a dramatic difference in how you're able to service your customers as well as streamline uh, efficiencies throughout your organization. For those that are thinking about rolling out or taking on an API-based project, what are some words of wisdoms that you would offer?
2: So what I would tell you is, uh, again, whether you're gonna create your API uh, internally or you can take advantage of the solution providers that are out there, there's a, a few of them that we've partnered up with Quote, or Weaver, SupplyFrame are three that come to mind, all very, very good. Um, and can shorten up the cycle time to moving this project ahead at a very quick pace. As we did, I also suggest take advantage of the knowledge in the industry. Some of your customers, suppliers are already using this technique. They've been through the process. They understand where the challenges can be, and they can help you. As we did, we didn't know everything that we were going to be faced with, so we reached out to our partners on the supplier side, on the solution provider side. And they really shortened up our cycle time and learning curve to launch our project. And I think that it's, if you look at APIs right now, it's all about search or availability of inventory. It's going to move to purchase orders and order acknowledgements and advance ship notices. On the supplier side, as an example, we're looking at freight from FedEx and UPS and some of our freight carriers, as an example to be able to provide real-time information. And that's the key element that I may not have mentioned early on. We're talking about real-time information updates. Rather than batching inventory, which you do in the EDI world, API is up to the moment. So if you were to punch in a part number right now, you would see what my inventory availability is at that given second. If you think about that and the importance of trying to get inventory in this current market. That's a very, very powerful tool. And so being able to search and then place a purchase order right away and get that inventory shipped to you, this tool is gonna solve a lot of problems for a lot of our customers.
1: Got it. Earlier, you mentioned continuous improvement. What is next for this project and or any other projects that you might have on the horizon?
2: In the supply chain area, Again, we look at API as we're at a starting point. We don't think that there is any areas in our business that this won't touch and won't improve our entire business from information flow internally, as well as externally. And the more we can connect with our suppliers and the more we can connect with our customers, the better we'll be as a distributor. And so we look at continuously improving the inventory or the information flow. So we look at the benefits of improving the information flow between our suppliers and our customers that will drive the cycle time down and it drives costs down. Again, if you look at EDI, it requires a certain level of expertise. When you look at API, you can create one solution that you can connect with many of your suppliers and that gives you scale. But more importantly is is that, again, you don't have to hire additional resources as your business grows. From a continuous improvement standpoint, again, we look at APIs as important element of our business as it'll continue to drive efficiencies through our business, but not only our business, but with our customers and our suppliers. Being able to connect and and share real-time information between the supplier, the distributor, and the customer will drive efficiencies. And quite honestly, it'll make customers more competitive in this global market. When you look at competing in a global market, it's very important that you drive efficiencies through our business. And we see this a lot with our customers as we do ourselves.
1: Well, Tom, thank you for sharing this API project. I think you offered some great use cases, lessons learned, and practical advice that the audience can take into consideration for their API initiatives. It's great having you on this episode thank you francis i appreciate it awesome well thank you very much take care
2: have a great day
0: that was down to freight bringing you the stories and lessons from supply chain logistics transportation and warehousing professionals listen to the other episodes in google podcasts and apple podcasts down to freight is sponsored by vector the leader in electronic bill of lading and logistics workflow solutions